At this year's Oscars, Oppenheimer took home the award for Best Picture, Emma Stone and Robert Downey Jr. also picked up wins, and Ryan Gosling brought the Kennergy. For a recap of all the highlights, listen to the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast from NPR. Live from NPR News, I'm Dale Willman. Iran says the U.S. made a strategic mistake with its latest attacks against Iran-backed Houthi militia targets in Yemen. But as NPR's Peter Kenyon reports, Western officials say the latest strike sent a clear message to the Houthis to end their attacks on international ships. U.S. and British-led strikes hit some three dozen Houthi targets in Yemen Saturday and early Sunday, hitting underground weapons storage sites, missile systems, and launchers that have been used to attack commercial ships in the Red Sea. U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin said the message of the latest strikes is clear, that the Houthis will, quote, continue to bear further consequences if they do not end their illegal attacks on international shipping and naval vessels. The British Defense Minister Grant Shapps added that this was not an escalation, and he's confident that the latest strikes further degraded the Houthis' capabilities. The U.S. is responding to a drone strike that killed three U.S. servicemen in Jordan. Peter Kenyon, NPR News, Istanbul. Fourteen Republican governors are meeting with Governor Greg Abbott today at the Texas-Mexico border. Josie Lenore of Little Rock Public Radio explains why. Georgia Governor Brian Kemp, South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem, and Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders, among other GOP governors, will join Abbott at Eagle Pass for a briefing on border security. The meeting comes amid an escalating feud between Abbott and the Biden administration over immigration enforcement. Texas has continued to deny U.S. Border Patrol agents entry to a park in Eagle Pass, has become one of the busiest locations for people attempting to cross the southern border. Immigration enforcement is typically a federal responsibility, but Abbott has said he will continue implementing new immigration measures as part of his Operation Lone Star. Earlier this month, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that federal agents could remove razor wire placed by Texas officers along the border. For NPR News, I'm Josie Lenora. The people living in East Palestine, Ohio, gathered Saturday to mark the one-year anniversary of a major train derailment there. The accident led to a massive fire and a leak of toxic chemicals and put a spotlight on freight rail safety. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg tells NPR that American freight trains have bigger problems than just fires and spills. And there's a broader issue here, which is that there continue to be these safety issues. And customers are not pleased with the service that they're getting from the railroads. And workers are angry at the railroads. And yet they are incredibly profitable, almost ridiculously profitable, which means that the only pressure they're going to get from shareholders is to keep it up. President Biden, meanwhile, says he'll be visiting East Palestine soon. The Supreme Court will hear arguments Thursday in a case that could decide whether former President Donald Trump will be on the ballot in a number of primary races across the country. In December, the Colorado Supreme Court ruled that Trump could not appear on the state's primary ballot, citing the Constitution's insurrection clause. The nation's high court, meanwhile, is hearing an appeal of that ruling. You're listening to NPR News. At least 46 people are now dead from intense forest fires burning in central Chile. And the country's president is warning that the death toll could climb much higher. Four large fires are burning in the Valparaiso region and at least 1,100 homes have been destroyed. In El Salvador, voters go to the polls today to elect the next president. As Emily Green reports, incumbent Nayib Bukele is expected to win in a landslide. El Salvador's constitution clearly prohibits presidents from serving consecutive terms. But Bukele has shown total disregard for democratic norms, and a high court cleared the way for his re-election. Most Salvadorans support the move. Bukele has decimated the country's powerful street gangs, 
murder rates have fallen to an all-time low, a remarkable feat for a country that was only recently one of the world's most violent. Most analysts project that Bukele will emerge from the election with near-absolute control over all levers of government. For NPR News, I'm Emily Green in Mexico City. A union representing hospitality workers in Las Vegas has reached a tentative deal with four hotel casinos located in the downtown area. The tentative five-year contract covers about 1,000 workers, but employees at three other properties are expected to strike on Monday. Fiona O'Keefe set a record time in her debut at the Women's U.S. Olympic Marathon Trials on Saturday in Florida. She finished in 2 hours, 22 minutes and 10 seconds and secured her spot in this summer's Paris Olympics. Emily Sisson finished in second with Dakota Lindworm in third. For the men, Connor Mance finished in first with Clayton Young in second. I'm Dale Wilman, NPR News.